Welcome to Downtown Podcast episode 37. And this week in She Hustle, we will be celebrating Rocky Harris, the journalist. And topic being discussed this week is, am I ready for the new decade, 2020? Let's get into the show. morning, good afternoon, good night, and thank you for tuning in with me and in 2020 and welcome to another week's episode of Downtown Podcast. Don't waste no time with negativity. And this is episode 37 and I'm so excited for this year. And finally, more and more things I can just start to reveal. Um, If you've clicked the link in the bio of any of our social media platforms, you may have realized we have new product out, which I'm so excited for because I realized that a lot of my friends, family, um, business partners, and fellow entrepreneurs are traveling and we're going a lot of places. And, you know, I've had my experiences where not everything that I've left with in my suitcase arrives at my destination with me. So I am very, 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 very excited to introduce the downtown travel pack. And you've seen it. And if you haven't seen it, pause this and go check it out now. Um, it's offering a new 2020 and advanced version of security for your travel. And also I've thrown in a cute passport cover for myself. I know in my handbag, I like to have things neat. What if my lipstick opens? What if a pen I forgot or the cap comes off? Whatever. I don't want all my documents and everything kind of like scattered all over the place. And for those of you that, um, are more seasoned in the travel game traveling game you know that every it's almost like every second you have to be taking out your boarding pass you have to be taking out the passport yet you, you know so it's very convenient to have our passport cover and the traveling tag those things just to help put all your documents put your labels everything in just one concise place it's not getting dog ears i'm sorry i'm a bit ocd so i thought about all these things and as for the travel tag you know you do have private information written on it and no it's not some like high tech you can't see it but at least it's not just there flashing every second you have a kind of flab flap and if people need to um see it then they can just easily open the flap right and i can go on and on about why i love this new product but you guys just support and try it for yourself this is something beneficial for you and also it just helps to put your mind more at ease. So that is something I was so excited to drop for 2020. And we even did it a day early New Year's Eve. So um, I see everyone checking it out. So be sure to buy it. Let me know how it works for you. It works awesome for me. And I can't wait to use it through all my travel coming up in 2020. Um, (laughs) uh, There's so much I like to say. There's so much talk about, you know, looking at last year 2019 or looking at the past decade and what i can say is wow 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 um 
I'm so grateful for all the hurdles, all the obstacles, all the things that have led me to become even more of a seasoned um, individual throughout this time in my life and coming up on another um, segment in my life. Um, not only is this going to be a new decade, but going into, you know, another age bracket. And it's just like so exciting for what I feel like God has in store for myself, for downtown world, for um, She Hustle, for my friends, for my family, for their businesses. I just, you know, I feel the energy and I'm, I'm feeling in tune and I hope you are as well. Um, if I could describe, you know, some things or some words that help describe my time or my decade it would be education it would be persistence it would be depression it would be anxiety it would be family it would be forgiveness that was a huge one forgiveness um it would be finances it would be inspiration it would be elevation it would be podcast and it would be downtown Okay, and I can go on and on, but those are just some words I would use to describe my decade. And, you know, I see a lot of people there posting like their whole 2019, all this in their Insta story. I'm just grateful to God. I'm being present. You know, if you didn't see it when you did, you can always go back. And if it's not there, you just missed it. And you got to like check out the story and you know, we're putting out those affirmations there to just help encourage you on a daily basis. We want to see everyone win, not only just because it's a new year, you're starting now and then we're going to know we want to see when we want to see all of you guys owning property. We want to see that. So those are the kind of conversations we are going to be gearing towards and um, putting out there this year. And I'm excited. We got some more news dropping. So Another way that you guys can communicate with us and be in tune to your affirmations, be in tune to your lifestyle advice, be in tune to your podcast, you be in tune to conversations that you never get to hear and these topics of influence and be in tune into eating fruit and minding your business. So I'm really happy. Um, I didn't do much for New Year's Eve. I just, um, this is the first year um, I feel like I've entered into the new, into this new energy um, with a sober mind, like drinking green tea, as boring as that sounds, it was just very exciting. And um, as I said, a lot to come. Now, uh, to describe my week, even though we had New Year's kind of midweek, um, I've had quite a sleepless week, but it's all been worth it. As I've said, you guys been able to get uh, the new product for 2020, um, the downtown travel pack. Check it out. The link in the bio a day early. Um, you are able to get uh, the conversations you never get to hear. You are able to get uh our new rebranding look and you are able to get all of these things so it's all been worth it for me and as I said I'm just excited for what you guys have to say I've taken in all the feedback taking taking in all the advice um I've had a lot of content meetings and it's just like here we are so as I said stay in tune um keep up with our social handles and uh 
I'm hoping to get some sleep in at some point this week, but I just feel this adrenaline. I can't explain it, Um, but it will all be worth it. Um, Remember everyone to also subscribe to our YouTube channel if you are watching this on YouTube below and follow us on Instagram at Downtown World. That's D-W-N-T-W-N-W-R-L-D. And let's get into She Hustle. Welcome to She Hustle, um, the first one of 2020 segment where I take the time to highlight people that have accomplished some outstanding things that everyone should hear as a source of motivation and inspiration to everyone. And this week, I am so excited um, to be celebrating journalist Rocky Rocky Harris. And you might have seen her on platforms like Baller Alert, um, on different red carpets, interviewing those ranging from designer all the way to um, Ava DuVernay, Martin Lawrence, the list goes on. And I am so excited that she agreed to join us and have a conversation, a conversation that you never get to hear. And that's what we're all about. And I hope this conversation feeds you as much as it's fed me because it was an amazing experience. And I look forward to having more of those and sharing more of those with you guys here in 2020. So here we are, and here's the conversation and our first She Hustle of 2020 with none other than journalist Rocky Harris. Segment where I take the time to highlight ladies that have accomplished some outstanding things that everyone should hear as a source of motivation and inspiration to everyone. This week, I'm very excited after much communication to be having none other than journalist Rocky Harris here joining us today on Downtown. Hello, Rocky. Hey, how are you? I'm doing very well. How are you this lovely day? I'm good. I'm good. A little tired, but I'm good. Here at Downtown, we stand for Don't Waste No Time with Negativity. And this week so far, I know we're in the holiday season, and it it brings out height of emotions from everyone. What is a way that you try during this time of year to just not waste any time with negativity? Not waste any time with negativity. Oh, um, you know, it's it's difficult. I think during the winter time because this is like the sad season. Well, at least I'm from the Midwest, so we kind of have that during that time. Mm-hmm. But I guess in Hollywood, since it's always sunny, you don't you don't feel like as much of like a, an energy that way. But I think it's hard for me during the during the holiday season because I'm away from family. So I'm not necessarily like negative energy. I don't ever feel, but mm-hmm. I think it's always tough for me um, being on the other side of the country when I could be with my family. So, but other than that, um, when it comes to negativity, I just feel like, you know, it's always going to be around. So you just kind of have to figure out how to adjust in it and not take it personally. It can be, it's difficult, but I think, Especially if you're going to be on your, you know, as you go on to your journey and being successful, you're going to run into a lot of negativity and you just kind of have to roll with the punches Mm -hmm. and not, you know, don't get too distracted or don't, you know, just sit in it. 
hope that answered your question. Yes, definitely. And it's a beautiful answer. And as I mentioned before to our audience, you are in the field of journalism. But how would you, sometimes I hate to um, give titles to everyone because I'd rather ask, how do you describe yourself or how do you prefer to introduce yourself to others? You know, it really varies, and you actually asked a good question of how my brand has changed over the list of questions that you emailed me. Yeah, I think yeah. it. Yeah, I now I am. It, it, it you know it, it varies as you go through different things. Like if you go to a local market um, station, you call yourself a multimedia journalist, and so that's what I was you know raised on, like built on. But then as I moved to LA, it's, it kind of transitions into host, which for me, I don't care for. I've always wanted to assign myself the label journalist because I think that is what I do. I think the host is more of, you know, your your personality, but mostly kind of entertaining. Yes. Whereas I think journalist is... More of an education kind of... Yeah. Mm-hmm. You do the work, you look into everything that you, you know, you research, you get, you become passionate about the stories that you produce, whereas I think it's, you know, just a little bit different. So for me now, I refer to myself as a journalist fully, completely. I don't like hosts or um, on-camera talent because I think I do more than just hosts. And I love that you bring up that topic because I've myself noticed those lines in this new age of like everyone is able to access and have their own kind of like media ventures and things. And I noticed that a lot of people, they're not, I don't want to say educated in the field, but to even realize that there is a difference between journalism and hosting. And yeah not to bash any hosts, but I do feel that there's more of an art form behind journalism and there's more of a passion, you could say, and a purpose behind it. Mm -hmm. And earlier, um, you mentioned that you moved to LA. So before I get into, I guess, more of what I wanted to ask, was part of your journalism career, did LA, was that like, for lack of better words, was that part of your vision did your moving, yeah. moving to LA? Yeah. Well, you know, I I'm from Kansas City, Missouri, and I love home. But I just knew that I couldn't pursue my career there because it, I'm I have a love for pop culture and entertainment. So I knew that that was my niche, and that's what I wanted to go for. But I also have a love for hard news, so it kind of came hand in hand. So LA was honestly somewhere I always wanted to just go because I knew that that was still that I wanted to go into. So it was like either that, New York, or Atlanta. And I didn't know much about Atlanta, and I had more people that I could rely on in L.A. because my line sister is from the Bay. So mm-hmm. okay, cool. I already have somewhere else to stay. And I went to school in Chicago, so I was tired of the cold. And I was like, okay, where you know where can I go? That's not, you know, that's, you know, yeah. I feel comfortable at least. Mm-hmm. So L.A. became that place. And I had decided on that really probably like, Maybe about two years prior to going to college, for sure. That is. And um, to get into it a bit more is making a move. I've definitely had the experience of like making a major move. And I can only imagine from Missouri to L.A. must have been not really a culture shock, but 
a culture shock at the same time, right? Um, oh, yeah. How was that mental transition for you? It wasn't as difficult because I had spent four years in Chicago. So Kansas City is a way smaller than Chicago, but Chicago is, way, is a lot smaller than L.A. Like, L.A. is... Each city brought something new, but I'm glad that I was raised in Missouri where there wasn't so much... Like, I mean, not, no offense to the L.A. kids. Mm-hmm. They just have a lot going on. Whereas in Missouri, you can kind of... You just have that home feeling. You're, it's just very family-oriented. So I'm glad that I had that experience without being exposed to so much. Yes. But um, it was a culture shock um, going to Chicago first because they had the train. Whereas in Missouri, you know, you're driving everywhere. It's not as interactive as a, as a bigger metropolitan city like Chicago where you're yes. constantly, constantly around different people. Diversity, too. So, and I think that that was... And I, I guess I adjusted well. Like, I didn't feel out of place. But they, I just noticed that things... People were, you know... In Missouri, everyone speaks to everybody, especially if you're a black person. You speak to other black people. Yes. In Chicago, not so much. You just there's so many people, and and it's just a fast-paced, moving city that maybe people lose manners, and it only gets worse when you go to LA. So wow, it wasn't. Yeah, I mean, because I find my experience when I go to like across the border, we would say here in Toronto, or we go to the states. I find that like black people are so much more receptive receptive of each other we're like over here yeah. i feel like i'll go into a store and the black girl will like try to act like she hasn't seen me in the bay <laughs> so, yeah i never knew that la but i have kind of heard scattered things to say la and toronto are a bit similar mm, but okay. i have not been yet so <laughs> yeah no la la is a beautiful city i'm not i would say you know I live in Hollywood, so it's not what you're going to... It's not L.A., and L.A. people will tell you that. But Inglewood, South Central, Slauson, Compton, I mean, those are beautiful parts. East L.A. is beautiful. I mean, there's so much culture here, but as far as living here, it's okay. If I had to live anywhere in California, it would be San Diego. Yeah. For sure. Out there is beautiful. Yes. So... You've moved to LA, but obviously there was a story or part of the story before then. And you, I want you to say it without me saying everything. So what made you start in the field of journalism, Rocky? Um, so I first wanted to be a psychiatrist, but too many people were telling me that I was um, too opinionated. So I was like, okay, well, I still, like, I'm just interested in why people do things they do, their Mm -hmm. stories. That was just always my interest. So in my, I think it was my junior year of high school, I had randomly taken a, no, I think it's senior year. I had no other classes that I was done pretty much for whatever I needed as a senior, so I just took extra classes. And I took a journalism class, and that was what I fell in love with. And And then it just kind of, blossomed from there because then I went to school I went to school at Columbia mm-hmm. and I majored in broadcast journalism with an emphasis in television um and from there it became producing where I take on different intern internships and writing internships um and then I got uh an internship with PBS then and this was in Kansas City so I had two simultaneously at KKFI and then which was a radio station and then PBS uh the Kansas City affiliate. Yes. And then from there, it just went to Windy City Live, which is a local news station in Chicago. 
and Judge Mathis. And then from there, I got a job offer at Warner Brothers in L.A. So it was, it was I had a pretty good, easy, you know, not easy yeah. in the sense that I had earned what I had done, but I didn't have... Um, the typical story, you know, when you graduate from college and, it, and you take a long time to find a job. Yeah. Thankfully, I had worked to earn or worked to have those relationships that helped me get a job because of the work that you put in. So Definitely. I got my job at Warner Brothers and then from there I went to Dr. Phil, hated Dr. Phil. Why? And I was like, okay, well, oh God, you know, for me... I think that we all love and enjoy the entertainment that Dr. Phil gives us. But, but I think that there's a conflict of interest when it comes to human life. I think Definitely. that there are, it becomes exploitation. And I, that's not something that I want to be a part of, especially when it comes to my craft. Yep. So I had to make a decision of what I wanted to do. And so I had chosen to go and audition for uh, After Buzz TV, one of the outlets. Okay. That I still work with every now and again. So, yeah, it just became... What I really wanted to do at the end of the day was journalism, and producing is always going to be like my love, and it goes hand in hand now. Yeah. But journalism was what I wanted to do. So, and then that's when, while I was at Warner Brothers, I was that's when I was on uh, Craigslist looking for a different uh, red carpet job, and I was like, well, I have to start somewhere. So I just found different, like super random ones. I don't even know what. Probably in the search bar, typing in like. Red carpets, entertainment, journalist, reporter, and that's another word too. Most people they don't use journalists. They, yes. they might they might put MMJ, but if you're in LA and you're looking for a red carpet job, you're gonna search words like red carpet, reporter, on camera talent because those are just the buzzwords that you use. Yes, but um, so yeah, I found this super 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 random job on Craigslist. And I went, I know. Craigslist is a scary I mean, place. <laughs> oh, no. It was actually, it was. Like, it at was least for us over here, the Craigslist that we know of, like, is, like, a scary place. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, everything that you think you find on Craigslist is exactly what you find on Craigslist. Yeah. That is definitely for sure. Yeah. But this one was some, it was like a pre-Grammys event. But it was like some company was hosting a, an event with all these different random people who were performing, and they just needed red carpet people. And but it was so weird because it was so janky. They had like us swapping in and out of the red carpet, but wow. like it was like twelve of us. Wow. So which was fine with me because I was like, okay, you know that's you know get it where whatever. you can, yeah, yeah. You know you're getting your experience. You're just and just getting your feet wet. I think that's key in anything that you do is. Even though you don't really have it all together just yet, yeah, you know, you, you know, do different things, get your experience, get warm, so that you know what to do next time. Even if you don't ever use that footage again, just do it. Yeah. So I d done that, and then from there, I I don't know how I made a connection. I made a connection with somebody. I I no, super random. I used to go to this. I would whenever I did red carpets, I would go to this free an another thing. If you're in LA or in any city that you're in and you're trying to you you're trying to find resources, walk around your neighborhoods because yes. I know for me like in LA about three years ago they had this little um, building where they gave you Final Cut Pro, everything for free. Wow. So you could just go up there and you could edit your videos. Wow. So I'd go up there and I'd edit my videos and every single time I'd go up there, 
I would see this lady there editing videos too, but she was like doing like uh, press releases and stuff. Yes. So I was like, oh, okay. And one day I saw her wearing like an AKA tag and I was like, oh my gosh, she's a four. So I said, hello. And she was like, oh, okay. Like I do, I put on events. Does that make it easier for you to approach, I guess, other women in your store if you're like, if you see that, you know, you can approach because that we don't have that culture much over here we never had that for the toronto college university experience that's why i've always admired that aspect of like the american like college experience so do you find being a part of the sorority that made your approach like easier with this lady because i know some like for me even starting that it was a very hard and difficult thing for me to like approach people like i was very Mm -hmm. like timid of rejection or like saying it wrong or like all those things that go through your mind do i think that my sorority like seeing that she was a part of the soror did that make you like approaching her while in that space editing do you find that made it easier for you um I don't think so because I I think that I'm already a social person by nature Mm -hmm. and I think and I for me it was like okay well if if you live in certain places in LA you know like they're a part of the industry so if I see what you're doing and I'm like we're like okay you're part of the industry and you also are someone that I know because we are associated with this organization I'm gonna speak and say hello but no I think I yeah I'm pretty I'm pretty assertive. If I if I just you know I, and that's I think a big thing too yeah. is in the industry you have to be just be able to network with people and talk to people. Don't look like you're looking for something, but just make organic relationships so that they can eventually help you with something in the future. Don't rush it and don't pressure it. Yes, just let relationships organically happen and grow. But yeah, so she. Um, Long story short, she um, helped me get onto this uh, carpet where Buster. Well, she was hosting an event for Buster Rhymes, and okay. so it was his 25th year like celebration of in in hip hop, and yes. she let me be on the carpet. And crazy, do you remember a long time ago when um, Designer had that crazy? He was dancing like crazy at the yes, BT Awards. Yes, yes, yeah. So I was the only person who because he. Um, Fabulous that came in yes. to Best Around Party, and I got to interview him. And that interview just went crazy online, and it was it that was me building my reel over time. And so, That's if I went great. out for different jobs, or if I was pitching myself to different outlets and companies, it made it easier because you know you yes. you just have to keep building. Yes, exactly. And in in the world of journalism, like building one's resume and building that experience you have to like and what I'm realizing through what you're saying is you have to kind of grab every opportunity and make the best out of it not everything but for the most part and make Uh the best out of it because you never know who you might meet or how it may help you in the future yes absolutely so earlier um when you were discussing prior to Dr. Phil and just walking around your neighborhood and access and things like that um that i know 
especially with the podcast world rising, is becoming a thing that more and more people are looking into and more and more people are trying to get funding and access or ways to go about things correctly so that they're able to grow. And for you, I know you mentioned that it wasn't that difficult for you, but sometimes maybe there was something a little bit extra that you did on top of what you said that maybe mm-hmm. was extra helpful for you to gain that access or f- for some of those doors to open for you. Besides persistence and having that assertiveness, what is something else that you feel you maybe added to help that experience easier, make it more easier for you? Easier for me in regards to just getting gaining exactly. access, being able to have certain conversations with others or like knowing of certain programs going on in the community. Okay. I mean, I'm going to be honest. I, I just think that I just would literally, as soon as I got to LA, it was okay. It's grind time. Like yeah. I got online and if there was something that I wanted to do, like for instance, I didn't, I looked for community service groups. And so, like, I joined a, a community service group that was for black um, advancements in the community. And you meeting people that way. So, yeah. I, I think, it. I, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think of, like, what could have possibly, like, what, I mean, I think, well, yeah, something. your friends. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah, I was just going to say, like, having your friends, my uh, line sister was a great help because she's, from California, so it was nice having that comfort there, but other than that, I mean, I think that it was just more of me kind of kind of exhausting every single end, I guess, like building up LinkedIn, I mean, social media, wherever I went, it was, hey, you know, what's your name, how are you doing, like, not in, and not in, like, an aggressive, like, what is it that you do, but just, you know, saying, hey, okay, I see that you're a photographer, let's link, let's exchange social media, and see how we can work together possibly in the future. And if not, then, you know, whatever. We can just be cool yes. friends or whatever. Yes. But I think, yeah, I, yeah, I would just say me researching, having the friends that I had, um, and just having a genuine interest of, like, having a genuine want to learn. Like, when, when you yeah. want to learn and do better and, and get somewhere quicker, you're kind of, you know, willing and ready at any time. So I think, yeah, having an open mind, I think that that was what helped me with being open. Because it's just if you move somewhere for the first time yes. and you know, like, you're going there because you're trying to achieve a goal, you literally just need to just be open to, like, hey, I might randomly meet someone and they might invite me to a party and you can bring a friend. Like, just be adventurous with your journey to success. Yes. I agree completely. And I notice... um And I admire the fact that you are able to speak to such a wide range of black people that I love. I'll just say it bluntly. And Mm. other people as well. And a lot of the times, you know, people get starstruck or whatever people would like to call it. And I love like just just like studying you. And I really love the fact that you just always seem to like keep your composure and your like calmness and just have a conversation with them and not let that person like Martin Lawrence or someone feel like, oh, my gosh, Martin Lawrence, while still 
having that respect. So could you speak maybe on how important that is for you when you're on the carpet? Say that again, I'm sorry. Oh, no problem. Would you be able to speak on that in terms of like you being on the carpet and how that helps your experience when you're working? Oh, yeah. I honestly, I would say that if you just, if you, they're normal people. Like, believe you me, they're like Dave Chappelle. When I interviewed Dave Chappelle, oh my goodness, I was overjoyed. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, there are moments where you you're gonna meet those people that you've loved forever, and it's gonna be like, oh my gosh, like oh my gosh. But you you have a job to do, so yes. you have to always keep that in the back of your mind of, okay, I know that I love this person. But you show that person that you love that person by being prepared. And I think that that's where they will respect you more. Because if you're, you know, super ecstatic and you're like, oh, my gosh, let me take a picture before I even get my interview or, you know, whatever. It's a turn off. They, they don't look at you as if you are a professional. They look at you as, as if you're a fan. And you have, to, you have to cover that in a, you know, light way. Yes. But yeah, like, and for me, I've, the people that I've interviewed and I've been a super fan of, I've asked for an, a, a photo. Like, they know that that's what you want to do, but at the same time, you have to just treat them like a normal person, because they are. Definitely. And it, as well, people feel like, I just need to meet this celebrity, and like, my whole career, everything's just going to take off. Like, that's the illusion. Mm-hmm. I really feel like pe- some people think of how it works. But are you yeah. able to speak on how you have built and cultivated your brand over the years? Yeah, I, it's really been me just t- challenging myself and saying, like really taking risks. Cause I, as quiet as it's kept, I have very bad anxiety. I get very anxious before I do any of the interviews that I do, yes. the junkets that I do, I get super, super nervous. Yes. But I think I have to remind myself, you do this every single day. Um, and you're, you know, you have to push yourself up, like give yourself props because at the end of the day, like it's just you. So you have to be your own best friend. But yeah. as far as cultivating my career through the years, it's been me. Like at first I was a super cookie cutter, like pasteurized milk, super like, Oh, straight hair. And just not as myself in the beginning as I was because I thought, okay, well I'll get further if I if I become that. Whereas that's not really me. I'm very snarky, very sarcastic. I'm in the, just all around down to earth. So it was kinda like I don't want to keep putting on a face. Yes. And so over time I got more and more comfortable. I started wearing my hair natural and things like that, which is I how love I that. Yeah. I it, absolutely it love that. Because that is a struggle it, for me. It's no, it's just trust me, for any black girl works in a corporate setting in any professional setting you whatever it is it. that they do <laughs> it, it's hard it's very difficult because you don't we we are trying to adjust to yeah. their world and we don't have to and we need to we need to be able to make ourselves comfortable wherever we are we shouldn't ha- and that's that was me because there were yeah. so many of my professors who were like no you need to like do your hair like this and and like wow. pretty much and, and even tell you too you can only keep one hairstyle. That was like a long, you can only have one hairstyle or the one to two hairstyles. And I'm like, no, but that's not the, every black, you like, every no, two no, weeks. Black <laughs> change their hair. Yep. 
every other day. And that's just not realistic. That's not real life. And when you bring real life to TV, people are going to adjust and they'll be fine and they'll love it. Yes, I agree. And thank you. I want to say to you, Raquel, Rocky, my apologies for. No, no, you're. I want to say thank you for representing us because you probably wouldn't have thought that you were inspiring a young woman in Toronto to wear her hair more naturally, be more assertive, carry, you know, I love the way you carry yourself, your sense of style. It's like profesh, but hip, but, you know, you're still very beautiful without getting me too to see. So... Thank, thank you. you. Thank you for that and for representing and giving me that confidence to be like, you know what? Maybe I can um, not straighten my hair and I still look just as beautiful as when I have in a weave. Absolutely. Now, I want, Absolutely. To, I want to ask you, Rocky, um, how important is social media to you? Extremely. I love social media. I know it's I mean, social media gets a bad rap. I'm just going to put it out there. I yeah. love social media. I think that it is not something that I need to exist. But when it comes to my career, it's, it helps. it's crucial. Yep. I mean, I think that we have to get away, at least people who are in the entertainment industry, we have to get away from making it something that's negative because it's not. It's, just, it's, it's all about how you use it. Like, if you get on Facebook to be negative and, and talk about the same things that you've been talking about five years ago, well, then social media might be bad for you. But if you're using social media as a platform, and that's my thing. So I don't know why you wouldn't use social media. If you have this entire platform where you can reach millions, millions. of people yeah. every single day, there's no reason why you shouldn't use social media or find social media to be a positive thing unless you're being negative on social media. Agreed. So, yes, I, I, social media is very important. And how do you, I, I, in a previous episode, I spoke on creating boundaries and being okay to block people, block certain content. And it's not always a personal mm-hmm. thing. It's just I'm cultivating what I want to see and what I kind of just want to feed myself. So how are you about those things when it comes to like your life? Because as well, you're on the carpet, you're meeting some of these people, you're also probably have cousins and family members on your social media. Like, how do you create those borders and guidelines for yourself to keep a healthy as possible mental state? I pray every day. My relationship with the Lord is very strong. Um, that was the first, one of the first things that I did when I moved to LA was I found a church home, um, and really finding just good people. Like, cause you know, well, you may not always know, but eventually over time you start to see the people who are really there for you. And when you, when people don't let people tell you more than once who they are, because the first thing that they tell you, that's when you need to listen. So I know for me, it's definitely been so many people I've been in and out of my life from the start to finish of my time being in LA. And that's just a part of life in general. When you find that someone's just not, and maybe it's not even that they're negative or just, they're just not for you at that moment. And maybe you'll come back with them and maybe you won't. And you just kind of have to just have it as that and call it a day. Like don't, I, like I said in the beginning, I, when you're on your road to success, 
you don't take anything personally and you have to do what's best for you. You always have to put you first. So I put me first in everything that I do. When it comes to carpets, if there's a time that I don't feel good or if I feel like I'm wiped out or just anything, I take my moments to say, okay, I, I can't do this or I will, you know, next time, like, let me know. I'll take a rain check. But saying no is so important. And at first, you feel like you can't because you're so ready to just get going. But over time, when, you know, you, you know, you, you, you're seasoned, definitely learn to say no. And when you say no, you will find peace. So. I love that. And may I ask you one more question, Miss Rocky? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. So, um, if there was some advice that you could give to young women today that want to pursue in the field of journalism or in the field of media or just pursue something in general, what is some advice that you would give? I would say just be you. That's super, I, I always, that's so cliche. But really, though, and I didn't understand that, be you in everything that you do. Make it organically your brand and, and what you represent. Don't just relax. Yes. So be you, relax, trust in yourself that you are good at what you do and always work on your craft. Research, pray, find your tribe, the people who you genuinely care about, who genuinely care about you. Um, and always be wanting to learn. Always, you know, whether it's a new language or Zumba class, always just, because that's for me, I love Zumba. So <laughs> always just work yourself out, train yourself, train yourself at something every single day. Just always want to be better than you were yesterday. And like, that's going to feed you because you don't, if you're not moving then you're stagnant and that means no growth. So just, you know, and I would say too, emphasis just on underline, italicize, bold, highlight, relax. It's going to be okay. Yeah. Trust the Lord that it's going to be okay. Because if you if you don't, like, and that, that was one of the biggest lessons for me in my journey is trusting God. Because if you if you stand in, in his way, you're, you're literally not going to move anywhere. So just relax and know that he, he's got you. Like, even yeah. though you think you think he doesn't, but he's got, he really, really does. And he's come through for me in the most crazy ways. So just trust the Lord. And everything will be okay. You have it. Thank you. I love. I love that. I agree with everything wholeheart wholeheartedly. Um, thank you once again, Rocky, for agreeing to be a part of the She Hustle segment this week. Um, I feel very full and inspired and motivated and ready to do more, especially when I'm able to connect with beautiful women like you in the world that are just showing us that it's not impossible and no matter what your Thank story you. is it can be done how does that feel for someone to tell you that um you know i was gonna say the same to you i like that you are persistent but you are respectful so many people are not that way when it comes to contacting people so i really think you know you really you. You conduct your business very well and you have a high sense of professionalism so kudos to you. Thank you. Um, and I mean, it's it's shocking. I think for you, you going back to your question, yeah. of how does it feel? It's very shocking because I guess I don't think about it. I, I really don't. As much as it 
I I do my job because it's what I love to do, and if other people love it, then that's dope. But I think it's crazy that, I mean, when you reached out to me, I was like, oh my gosh, like, that's <laughs> awesome. Like, someone's really keeping up with me. Like, I... I'm not stalking you, I promise. (laughs) No, like, I... I'm pulling your chain. (laughs) Yeah, no, I I love the fact, I, because I finally got to my 10,000 marks with my followers. Congratulations! Yeah, no, and it's crazy, because I'm like, really, like, y'all, like, sometimes it's it's just, it's so bizarre. I'm like, y'all really mess with me like that? Like, (laughs) y'all really, like, you, you know, it's, it's crazy that people will follow you because they genuinely like you. So I, that makes me feel amazing. I, I, I can't believe that I'm that interesting that people are like, I'm going to continue to follow you. So I think that that's a blessing. I, I, I'm overjoyed at the fact that I inspire other people and that people can learn from me and I can learn from them. Cause sometimes, you know, people who still follow me comment and they'll say things that I don't necessarily agree yeah, with, but yeah. I respect it, and I respect the fact that they are willing to, you know, have conversations. So, yes. I mean, I think it's dope, and thank everybody for supporting me in any way. I think that that's amazing, so... Yeah, here at downtown, like, when we have those type of, like, comments or, like, I'll see po- people comment certain things. And I'm like, Ugh, like, I don't agree with this at all. We have a saying mm-hmm. where we say, eat fruit and mind your business. So right. that is what I do. And it helps keep the skin glowing and living life. Right. <laughs> yes. So once again, thank you. And, you know, as I said, I, I initially had found you via Baller Alert. And I was like, you know, I part of the discussion why I asked you about social media is because that is something that I've definitely said to myself in 2019. I realize part of the depression and things like that are coming from how I've cultivated my algorithm. And people don't realize how much in control of that they are. So if you're online being negative, negative all day, you're like drawing negative negativity towards you versus if I'm I'm reading an article instead of me just reading it. I'm like, who wrote this? I like their perspective. And to be honest, that's how I came up upon you. And I said, who did this interview? And I clicked. And, you know, once again, I love social media because I'm able to find people that back in the days maybe when we had msn and things like that <laughs> it would have been mm-hmm. way more difficult so i'm grateful and you are someone that i'm personally following and on the blog because we need to raise our voices up and to inspire each other and know that there are women out there working and striving and doing things that we are at home probably saying should i so thank you mm-hmm. <laughs> Same to you. Thank you very much for inviting me. I love that. Yes, Rocky. So for those women that have listened to this She Hustle segment and they're feeling inspired and they're like, you know what? I want to follow Rocky too. I like journalism. I would love to see some beautiful interviews done in a respectful manner. Um, Or a woman just being a boss. Where can everyone find you? You guys can follow me on all social media at Raquel Harris TV. Yes. And remember, everyone, do not waste any time with negativity. Yes, absolutely. Positive vibes only. (laughs) 
Yes, guys. So I hope you really enjoyed again that She Hustle conversation with Rocky Harris and be sure to follow her and support her. Let me know what were your thoughts. And yes, but now let's get into some things while we eat fruit and mind your business. Eat fruit and mind your business. Eat fruit and mind your business 2020 all right (laughs) now that felt good that felt good now that was just you know a wonderful 2019 um 2010 to 2019 um being one decade and 2020 moving forward will be another now a conversation we've definitely um, hinted towards, but this week I don't want to keep it too long. But I'd like to discuss um, the topic of if you f- if you're really ready for the new decade of 2020. Now, I'm not going to get into too many particulars. As I said, I'm going to keep it short this week. But I'm going to speak for myself and things that maybe a checklist with myself. So, are am I ready for a new decade, 2020? Now. A lot of people say on one side, um, it doesn't matter. It's just, it's no magical date. Um, Nothing changes. You're still continuing on in life where things are just regular. And to a certain degree, I do agree with that. Now, on another part, I get what, um, if the question was probably framed better, some people may respond that way. Um, In another way, people may respond and say, all right, well, checklist because I am a checklist type of individual so I look at all right 2010 to 2020 that's around the time I think I graduated um working um I think about three different um jobs one full-time two part-times um at the time uh I think around that time I had just started K Hair which was my hair business that I used to have um it was very great to me. Shout outs to everyone that supported K Hair back then. And then fast forward now to 2019, and I look at, um, I look at. Okay, I have run my own digital media company now. I've interviewed some of the most um, um, talked about and interesting people to have conversations with in the world and getting to meet some of them as well and be honest to tell you um 2009 I did not have a checklist of these things to do on my list point blank period um and going through depression going through some really hard things during that time but what I will say is that at some at every point within that space of time, I realized there were moments, and as I've talked about before on Trigger Warning with Chandel or other previous podcast episodes, where it's just like you have that moment of, all right, I'm making this promise and it's not going back, but moving forward. And I realized that it's something with myself and a common trait around successful people where you're not dwelling on too much what has happened but in every situation even if it's the smallest um step moving forward and you feel like it's nothing don't devalue yourself you know 
it is something moving forward. It counts. Everything counts. And as long as, you know, even if you took um, one step forward and two steps back, that's still not three steps back. You're not fully back. So, you know, definitely um, I will say that that is something that I have can say I've been consistent about. And no matter what the situation has been, I'm like, this is not going to hinder me. And a lot of people in my personal life will say, you know, like, I don't really like to go with I guess the the crowd and I've had to learn how to make that work for me and how it works against me if you get what I'm saying so um uh, that just brings to mind uh, one of my favorite interviews of 2019 uh Drake Rap Radar and him discussing the whole gap between us and just you know making those decisions and making those choices at certain pivotal points in um, situations, uh, you can really, really, um, my apologies, I said I'm going to work on Safe Ah in 2020. So you can really work on being better, engaging, all right, this is a moment where if I, so you better make dot, 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 fill in. And you have to realize these things and be aware and listen to not only yourself but your surroundings and being able to step out of yourself and sometimes you also have to realize that just because no one else in your immediate surroundings agree with what you're saying it doesn't always mean it's a bad thing it could just mean that you know you need to elevate your circle and that is another thing I would say, you know, continue to do moving into 2020. It's not that you don't love other other people in your life, but you need to ch- challenge yourself. And if you're smoking me to hang out with that one person, get food every day, then how do you expect to move forward and to, whoa, that was a sneeze, ew. after a huge sneezing fit sorry guys but i'm keeping it real so um and that is another thing a sign of sleep deprivation so as i said i'm talking currently about listening to your body so i said earlier i know i need to get some sleep and here's an indication you know your immune system things like that so take note now um so making those choices at those pivotal points it is very important and you need to be aware so and you need to elevate the circle right so if you have something that you know for sure this is an idea this is is really going to take you to the next level and you feel like no one else is getting the vision then ask other people there's nothing wrong with that because sooner or later when you prove that hey this was what are always the first people to be like hey I like love what you're doing or like dick writing whatever you want to say so you know pay attention to those things and it's okay to just take that leap um I made a post the other day on the blog and it was a diagram of you know your circle and the comfort zone as a a sort of um, Venn diagram, but not really. And the first circle of, you know, 
my challenge to you guys of stepping outside of your comfort zone is uh, a safe and in control. It's the first circle. It's a low risk, low reward. Then you have your second circle. That's low, low self self-confidence and you find excuses. That's the fair zone. And it's affected by others' opinions. Now, if you challenge and you push yourself enough, the second circle shows in the diagram. You can look at it right now, currently on the blog. It was posted about two, um, like last week or this week. So, you know, look at that. But the third circle shows you face challenges, you problem solve, and Literally, I just got an email from one of my jobs about wellness and sleeping too much. See, see. But as I said, the third circle, you face challenges, you problem solve. And that is your learning zone. Because once you pass that fear, you you can begin to learn from the fear and those challenges. Exactly what like repeatedly you'll hear coaches and these people telling their success stories say to you. And you can acquire new skills and extend your comfort zone. Um, one of my favorite movies, um, even though people want to hate, is that movie with Will Smith and Jaden Smith. Oh, why is the title escaping me now? I'm so upset. But it's just on another epic level um showing black father and son and just the beautiful dynamic and relationship and respect that could have in one's life but as well um you see will pushing pushing Jaden con- consistently pushing him and to um pass those those zones and those circles and it's just um beautiful to see what he's able to push himself and the limits he's able to um accomplish so then when you push to that, I'm not saying it's the last circle, but it's showing um, that that is the last circle in this diagram. And it's you find purpose. You live dreams. You don't only dream dreams, but you're living dreams. And that becomes your growth zone. So set new goals and conquer objectives. What I also want to challenge you guys for 2020 um, in that to be just more specific, everyone has tasks. Everyone should have a planner by now. Everyone should be writing things down. Now, um, that's just my hard suggestion to everyone. Now, Sometimes you come in and what you've written on paper is not matching your your vibe and your mood for that day. Well, what you need to do then is tell yourself if it's even one task, I don't care if it's the smallest task, if it's even one task, you are going to accomplish it and you are going to damage it for that day. Every day, at least minimum one task. And that's just being nice because my list consists of like about 20, 30 tasks for the day. So you can complete at least one task if you're really shooting for what you say you're shooting for and make it count, you know? So that is one part of what I want to discuss in terms of things that help you to and feeling like you are ready for this year, 2020 and this new decade. Now, another thing is, you know, taking the time to read. Um... I'm giving you guys a lot of challenges, but um, another thing, I keep saying it and I'm challenging myself, but another thing that I am challenging myself, so I'm challenging to you guys is to minimum read at least one book a month. I kind of cheated, so I kind of had to do two books for the month of January because I technically started my last book um, December. So 
reading minimum one book. We need to elevate in our reading. We need to pay attention to detail. This part helps your brain muscles in a certain degree elevate and grow and talking and helping to conquer that growing zone. And when you're reading things, it helps stimulate your brain, give yourself new ideas that, hey, you would have maybe thought that had you not seen it on, I'm a paper, ink on paper kind of girl. So, you know, that is another something that you can help yourself to be like, are you ready for this new decade? And as I said, I'm keeping it short, but think about just in general, the areas, write down the areas of your life that you would like to improve and start mind mapping and okay, what do I need to do this? And what do I need to do this? And filter down, filter, 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 filter till you cannot filter anymore and start working your way up. It's not a race. The only race, only thing you're competing with is yourself. You know, it's very easy to get That is another thing for 2020. Don't focus too much on what others are doing, what others are saying, unless it's helping you and helping you to encourage yourself and to feel better. If you're getting a bad feeling, if you're getting a feeling of laziness from certain situations, then you need to let that go. That is not going to get us to the multi-millions 2020. That's on facts. That is not. So you need to take those things out of your life. Um, As well, you need to drink water. Drink water. I don't care. Buy it. Filter it. Some people will be bad with me. But do what you need to do. We need water in our system. You need to be at a good amount of health to help yourself to push forward. So don't sleep on drinking your water and this segment is called eat fruit mind your business so what am i going to tell you eat your fruit you can't you can't drink as much water get in that fruit uh sometimes i'm sitting at my full-time job and i'm at my desk i have you know my little different containers or like toothpicks things because i don't like to like touch all the file file them and then blah 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 dot 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 eat fruit mind your business so you know get your toothpick whatever your forks eat your fruit you can't manage sometimes like myself to eat the fruit because your teeth are extra sensitive blend that shit up drink it but Do that for yourself if it's even minimum four days a week out of the seven. Like, goddamn, if you can give Instagram and these platforms yourself seven days out of the seven days out of a week, you can give something to your physical self four out of seven minimum days a week. Look at it like that. Wow. So those are just some positive things I want to um, share with you guys to help you get ready for 2020. Um, We'll definitely continue this conversation because as we go on, as I am growing myself, there's definitely more I can share with you guys. Go back, listen to previous conversations and take those into your future. I am wishing you guys nothing but blessings for 2020. I want to I want everyone to have prosperity, everyone to have peace. We have lost way too many people. And I know it is a natural part and cycle of life. But at the same time, there are some that I feel can have been avoided or delayed. And I'd be lying if I didn't say that. Uh, R.I.P. Nipsey Hustle. that is a spirit I'm definitely carrying in carrying with me into uh 2020 and i love you guys thank you so much for your support happy new year happy 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 new year um wishing you nothing as i said but continue success minimum do one task a day that's how i'm starting you 2020 minimum drink drink or eat fruit combination of fourth 
both four out of the seven days out of the week. Another challenge, minimum one book per month. As I said, you can give yourself to these digital platforms using your human, (laughs) your human currency, seven out of seven days a week. You can do something for your physical self, for your mind. Okay. So I love you guys. Remember, don't waste any time with negativity. Eat fruit, mind your business. That's it for this episode. Leave a comment on your thoughts. I want to know what everyone thinks. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel at Downtown World. That's D-W-N-T-W-N-W-R-L-D. And follow us on Instagram and Twitter at D-W-N-T-W-N-W-R-L-D as well. But most importantly, don't waste no time with negativity. Tell me.